Check, 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 check. Okay. Yeah, you know what you're doing. This isn't your first time. I use Logic all the time at home anyway, so it's like... There's so many times it's like, we have to tell our guests, it's like, yo, speak up because like, they're like... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And it's like awkward, and then we have to like edit the sounds, but me and George are really loud. Right. So it's like you go from someone's... Like, oh my God, that fucking story's crazy! Yeah, like, you gotta put like an NS1 filter on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's all his job. I, you, got, you guys gotta get that um that uh, Logic remote, like an iPad, so you guys can have a Logic remote like right in front of you. Yeah, George, so, that's what we gotta get. I'm... uh. I used to like use so this one we use this is a garage band only because like Danielle if I use logic it'll it'll be like overwhelming. Right. So I use like Final Cut to edit video and Lo- and and Logic Studio or Logic X I guess it is when I used Pro to, X, yeah. Pro X, yeah. Yeah. Used to be a like DJ back in the day. Not very good, but or I was a good DJ, not a good producer. Um <laughs> You were a good DJ. I was, I was a good DJ, not a good yeah. producer. Um so I used to do all that stuff, but it's been a long time, so we right. keep it like very simple here. Um but one thing we do want to do is like now that I mean we have the camera right here, we want to get like a two multi-camera shots. setup so I can go more on the on the guest. Right. But to do that, we got to get like to your point, like the iPad of like be able to control it all and right, right. change cameras, and then obviously have the sound better. So we're getting there. Regardless, I think I like the setup; it's pretty dope. Yeah, and you would think after 160 episodes, I would know how to do this, and I still don't. It's alright, man. Yeah, it's not my. It's not my thing. That's, that's your part of the podcast. <laughs> it's my domain. It is. Oh man, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you, really appreciate it. Yeah, it's good to have you on. Like I know Danielle sent us some notes earlier, and like I want to start this off with the Jagged Edge song. Oh yeah, man, I was listening to it on the way down. I'm like, yo, I remember being like, I know, 13, bumping my like head in the backseat of my parents' van, like where the party at? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I read the story. Why don't you tell us about it? Hey man, uh, it was it's just a crazy opportunity to even get a chance to uh, share a record with them. I was probably conceived to Jagged Edge. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, like I, one of my buddies. Uh, oh, he just casually dropped. That. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I was probably conceived. Hey, I, I think I think having that casual conversation is pretty much the norm now. Yeah. Now that now that you know I'm I'm, um, of like of age. I'm, I'm the age group of the '90s, so I think everybody has that conversation. Was like. Yeah, I was probably conceived to a Jagged Edge record. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, you know. Um, but um, yeah, so I met my I met one of my buddies, uh, Marcus Burns, um, um, down here in Toronto. He's actually uh, uh works on the uh, the show The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. Um, and we Are became you a fan of those house those like Real Housewives things. Oh hell yeah, I love candy. candy <laughs> Kenny from Escape. Oh my God! What are you what are you talking about, Kenny? <laughs> we don't mean to interrupt my... your story because we want to hear about it. But we had this whole debate. Was it Real Housewives you're talking about? I can't remember. We had our buddies on. Right. I'm gonna tell a quick little story. I don't watch any reality TV. Like, what was we said? Um, no, for, Drive to Survive is the only one you watch. You know the Formula One show on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's reality TV technically, right. but it's sports, so I consider it differently. Even though they're probably the same. Right. Um. And like I, I can't stand reality TV. That's not. I don't hate on people. I just like I can't watch it. I find it like I'm like, how does it make any sense? Anyways, my buddy uh, or our buddy was on the podcast, and he went on this like half a no, not half an hour, twenty minute, minute, yeah, fifteen twenty minutes about um, Vanderpump Rules. He's a Vanderpump, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Vanderpump, which is that I guess the LA show about restaurants, restaurants. and whatever, right, right, right. <laughs> telling us the whole storyline. 
So I just funny that you say you were really into the show because no, he was like really the smile I, on your I face. Love, like, I, I love, love candy. You know what? I think being being in a relationship with a woman makes you like reality shows because I think women love the drama and love watching the gossip. Because I love it's a very fair perspective. I I love watching Love Island. That's one of my favorite shows. Really, Love Island. But I when I first seen it, I was like. It's not a show for me. I don't. I'm not really into all the like, the like the the gossip and the drama and stuff like that. But yeah, once yeah. I started watching, I was like, "Oh my god! If you only knew what he was doing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not, like, you're not wrong. It's every okay, maybe not every woman, but ninety for five percent of women that I know are just hooked on reality shows. Right. Like I'm like, oh, have you seen the new like season of Peaky Blinders? And you know that's like a, a massive show. It's like, no, no, but did you watch The Real Housewives or did you watch Bachelorette last night? Did you see that Jared got kicked off because he made fun of so-and-so? And I was like, sorry, what? Like, it's it's, wine, I think it's probably because it's like an open, like, it's like an open way to judge people without them actually knowing. So it's like, you can like judge them and make fun of them and it's like, they're never going to know. Yeah, that's actually right. an interesting perspective. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Because I, I wonder, like, it, you know, okay, like... Guys like like sports, but not every guy likes sports, right? right? And honestly, like everyone that I know, for the most part, and again, it's not a stereotype of women. I'm not hating. I'm just like, it's crazy. Like everyone yeah. likes something and not, like I know even growing up, my sister, she loved Amazing Race. I mean, I liked it too, but like, she, I don't know if she watches how much reality TV she watches now, but like she did like, at one point like reality right. TV and, and like Love Island, The Bachelorette, all these shows now, Love is Blind. That's all I hear about. And I'm like, what is the appeal of this? But it's like, I don't know Love is Blind. Love is Mine's on Netflix. I, I oh, can't is that the one it. behind the wall? Yeah. It's yeah, a, yeah it's a, it's a, don't get me started. Yeah, don't no, get me started. I watch <laughs> yeah. that one. Let's yeah. not. George is in a good but, mood today. Let's keep but this it's, mood. Uh, it's interesting how it's like it's so it's like mass appeal. Right. It feels like it amongst women. Whereas like, I don't know, not every, every yeah. guy's a diehard sports fan. Yeah, that's true. You know, like what is what do guys have in common for the most part? I mean, obviously that they... Sports and cars. No, do you know what it's like? Fair. Women they, and reality is, shows, men and porn. I don't know. Women watch porn. Women watch porn too. Yeah. yeah. So men watch reality shows. I feel like just more men okay, watch porn than women. More women watch reality show than. Can Can I ask how you know this? I, just, I don't know. I just feel like every dude That's I know actually, watches porn. <laughs> I don't know. I I usually so Rick and I've been friends for a long time, best friends for a long time. And whenever he says a stat like that, then he makes an assumption. I'll always, almost always play devil's advocate. I'm like, that's bullshit. You're making it up. Right. I actually, for once, I'm like, I don't even think I have an objection to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty fair assumption. Yeah, I would I would think. Um, I want to ask favorite reality show. Is it Housewives? No, Love Island. Love. Oh yeah, you just said it. Okay, now if you could know. be on one reality show, what would it be? A little bit. I answer this carefully. Um, <laughs> Wait, you, you said you're in a relationship right now. Yeah, so yeah. I can't yeah, say yeah, Love yeah, Island. You gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be very careful. You just said. Yeah, I can't. My man's about to sewer himself. Yeah. Um, uh, Cooking show for sure. Not <laughs> same answer. No, oh, Hell's I, Kitchen. You know what? Pay my ride. Okay, that's actually a pretty cool. One. I love I love cars. Did you know? Uh, so I just saw it on uh, one of those like Snapchat stories that Pimp My Ride was all fucking fugazi. I like I always it. knew it was always like, like obviously like built up and they overdo it a lot. Right. But there was one episode they talked about where it's like a girl was a student, so they like put like a desk in the back of her car so she could <laughs> study. And she like wild shit. Turns out she was like a twenty five year old actress or something. I was like, oh really? What the fuck? Like exhibit just fucking fooled us all. I that mean, the fact good. that you can put a desk in a vehicle, like, yeah, that was wild. I'm just kind of like, all right, this guy's yeah. a cook. He loves Italian food. Let's put a pizza oven in the trunk. Yeah, like, like, that'd be pretty bad. It was so ridiculous, though. Wait, you're a car, you're a car guy. I love my cars. I will sit in my car and just think about things I could do to it. 
like not like sexually <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like things about things i can do to just just to do it what are you of? like a modern car like um like what kind of cars are you both, like both classics and modern okay like i love my i first and foremost i love my bmws that's that's just yeah, like yeah. Let's, let's keep it like that Real driver's cars. Yeah, and then I love the Supra. I love the 2JZ engines. The you Supra know. used to be my favorite car, Fast yeah, and Furious. Yeah, that was yeah. it, the uh, orange Supra. Right. Paul Walker's first car. Right, right. I was like, oh, I'm going to get one of those as soon as I turn 18. Yeah. No. One, of my, one of my buddies, actually, Andrew Andrew Ricketts, um, uh, I think his, his – um, his Instagram is like Drew Two Jay Z or something like that, um, but he he has a he has a, a black Supra uh, ninety four. Oh, okay. Yeah, crazy. What car do you have now? BMW. BMW. Okay. Both BMWs. I will never drive. I mean, okay. I I mean, I know I can't say never, but um. That's your car. BMWs are my car. It's interesting. Wait, George, hold on. Your car. Like dream my car. dream car. Yeah. So it's interesting because like to the point like earlier saying like what do you guys have in common is a car guys. Mm -hmm. I grew up kind of liking cars. Like when you're, a kid, you know, when you grew up, you're like, oh, I'd love to have a Porsche or whatever, or a muscle car, or what, whatever it is. But for a long, the last, let's say, decade, I, st I don't know what it was. I just like I didn't really care. Like I would get like I'd share cars with my family. I'd get my, you know, our cars from our company, whatever. Like just whatever car, I didn't really care. For a long time, I drove a smart car too. Best car I've ever had in my life. Interesting. And I can talk more about that if you want. I'll take that to the grave with me. Best car ever. Um, but couple years ago, two years ago, at the beginning of the, around the beginning of the pandemic, I saw a car on the road, and I was like, damn, that's the car I want. It's an M8. No. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, I love you. There's a uh, Porsche Taycan. Really? Yeah. Taycan. Wait. Yeah, Taycan. The, the, the sports. It's like the 911, but the, bat, the electric okay. version. Really? I just think it looks cool. I, right. And I would never really like Porsches, which is maybe a, an unpopular opinion. I just thought the sound of them, I don't know why it didn't appeal to me. And I was like, okay, they're for sports cars, they're common, right? Like, you don't see Ferraris often mm -hmm. or Lamborghinis or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I saw this, like, this uh, cement gray color Porsche Taycan on the road, and I was like, that's a nice car. Those got really popular, that color. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's common. Like, to, Audi has yeah. it. I used to be it's a, it's a powder. Sport. It's a powder um, gray. Yeah. yeah. Like very, it's getting more common. Yeah. Even, like, even, like, the beige colors now, yeah. which I never would have liked back in the day, but, like, yeah. those, like, coffee colors. Yeah. Man. I used yeah, to be a nice big uh, Porsche yeah, guy when I, was, when I was a kid. So every year for Christmas, my mom would go to Costco and buy me those model cars. Wow. Yeah, so I used to have a stack of like Porsche 911. Uh, what's the Carrera? Carrera. I yeah, I used Carrera. to have one of those. Carrera, what's, yeah. your, what's your dream car? G-Wagon. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Just, man, the most basic of all basic oh. cars. I think, <laughs> I think that's, that's JT's. That's JT's. Man, it's I, a I, nice I, car. Man, Don't get me wrong. I remember seeing one one day. I was like, what car is that? That's sick. And now, now I have friends who have had them and like I've been in them and like they're just... I love I, it, I don't but care everyone everyone has one. Yeah, I don't care. Not everyone it. literally like they're 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 just more you see them so often now. Right, that's kind of why I like BMW. But you still get it, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't let me don't yeah. let me hate, man. I know it's I would, a nice car. Yeah, kind of why I like, like BMW because I feel like there's so much like this with the BMW like resale market and like the just the fan base that they have. There's so much like customizable like components to this BMW that you can just make it your own. Like yeah. I have a BMW and I've seen other guys with the same car I have, but like. There's something about what I've done to it, like the little things like I have like a lime green, like, you know, brake caliper and like Ooh. on a black car, you know, it's like those kind of things. Is it things. here? We're going to go see it after. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, it's like you can just make it your own and make it very unique yeah. without making it look tacky is yeah. a thing. Cause that's the important thing. Yeah. Actually on that note, so I was driving, I have actually two car stories yesterday. Coincidentally, I was driving to, so I played soccer um, and I was driving there and a buddy of mine I play with has an M5. And I, I've been in it once. It's fast as hell. 
and I was driving and uh, I'm just like coming off the off ramp and like I'm coming from the from Etobicoke and playing in Scarborough and I never really like the odds of being on the road at the same time as a buddy that's playing soccer is pretty slim. Right. And I see this car flying up behind me and I was like, man, that's probably him. And I see it go past me and like merge into the off ramp. I was like, well, that's his car. And like the how we can accelerate and stop on a dime is crazy. But we're coming up the off ramp and like when you're coming up, there's like a light, but it's not that far ahead. Like it's very close. Right. One car in front of him and he just like hits the gas and goes around it. And it couldn't even it, like it happened so quick and smooth. And I'm watching this. I'm like, man, that thing is unnecessarily fast. Yeah. But it is so nice. Yeah. BMW makes those cars very nice. Like, they make the... It's not even just about, like, the actual car look itself. But it's the interior, like, the stitching, like, the quality of leather, you know, like, the handling, the suspension is what they're really good known for. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I just need a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. My man's a BMW guy. Yeah. The last thing I was going to say, you said something about, like, not being tacky. And it, and it's... Yeah. That's one of the things that's nice about, like, BMW. And mm-hmm. you can, like, customize and everything. Cause even, like, Mercedes, too. Like, these, like, luxury sure. sports cars. Yeah. And it, it's funny because, you know, you see people... And, again, nothing is car fans... If it makes you happy to, to soup up a, 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 a Ferrari or a Civic, whatever whatever makes you happy, do it. But I always find it interesting when the car don't sounds... S- don't soup up a Civic. Don't be a ricer. <laughs> you know, like, it, you know it's, it's interesting when they like it sounds like you hear a car coming down the street and it sounds like nice. You turn around and it looks like junk. Yeah. And I was on... The, I was passing Spadina coming home from the game yesterday and I hear this like loud like engine ahead of me accelerating and it sounded like the guy was going from first... Like in first the whole way to go to second, and I used to drive a standard GTI, so like yeah. I know I can kind of tell what the revs sound like. Right. And I'm just cruising in the left lane like a hundred. Like I caught up to this guy, and he's still like punching it, and it's like I guess a, maybe a, look at Camaro, but like had like a fender at this, had like a loud muffler, but he was like it sounded like he was stepping on the gas, accelerating. It wasn't yeah. going anywhere. Probably I, I probably hate gonna, like, loud, loud exhaust. If your car's sick, by all means have one, but if your car's not sick. I don't want to hear it coming down the road. Yeah, if it's not over 300 horsepowers, I mean that's mm, that's like minimum, but like yeah. then you shouldn't be you shouldn't I, be pushing it. You know, and it's always like the one uh there's that that clip in the movie in Fast and the Furious. Um and our buddy always our buddy Dave always references it. Um when he goes uh they pull up at the stoplight in the Fast and the Furious 1 and he's driving the Supra and the guy has like his uh he's like Grand National. He's like, oh no, he's like what's under the hood and he's like oh. uh He's like, more than you can afford, pal. Ferrari. Oh. And he dusts him <laughs> off the line. And I'll always remember that. Like, when you pull yeah. up to a car and you're like, man, this guy probably, you know, thinks his car is so tricked out and cool. And right. then the guy next to him does like a you know, BMW or something. He just absolutely dusts him. Nice. Anyways. Uh, how do you get on cars? Okay, Pimp My Ride. Then we talk about reality shows. Love, uh, no, Housewives. I think, we're, I think we were talking about how the whole Jagged Edge situation Yeah, yeah. Happened. Okay, let's reel okay. it back. Not a real tangent. Yeah, there. let's reel it <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, so Marcus Burns, uh, he works at the house of Atlanta. I met him down here. Um, it was an introduction through uh, my PR, um, Andrew Ricketts. And then um, we uh, met up in Atlanta because I went down there by myself to pursue, like, you know, just building relationships with people down there. And then um, he's just like, yo, you want to come out and hang out? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So I met up with him. And then he's like, oh, by the way, we're meeting up with, like, Brian Casey. And I was like, like we talking about the same person here like (laughs) brian like he's like yeah i'm like i'm like 
oh word okay i was conceived to them yeah yeah no no. (laughs) i didn't say that but like i kind of just played it cool i just called and always just try to play it as cool as possible even if i'm like screaming in the back of my head um so yeah we met up at this uh spot in atlanta called aurora or aura i think it's like a really dope place that like a lot of like um well like celebrities go to in atlanta so we ended up hanging out um and like I kid you not, like, the entire time we were hanging out, like, I didn't mention that I was an artist. It was just, like, crazy vibes. We were just talking, laughing. Um, by the way, Atlanta has a crazy amount of shisha, and it's brutal beer lungs. Really? Like, dude, I had, like, an asthma attack in one of, the in one of like, the clubs that I went I to. I love shisha. I was going to say, Riggle Like, I'm a shisha. big shisha guy. In the summertime, patio, oh. Yeah, but it's, shisha. like, yeah, but, like, on summertime on a patio, it's cool. But, like, when you're in, like, a building the size of, like, like let's say rebel right and when you open the front door it looks like the building's on fire come no on way. i swear to god i didn't know atlanta was like that i saw like, every atlanta, cl- I think every of, like cl- rap and strip clubs so that's no, if you if you if if you go to a spot like a club or like even like a like a up, like upscale bar and they don't have shisha you're in the wrong spot really yeah it's like shisha's like is like it's like just like they would give us a spoon and fork to eat, then they give you shisha there. Come on. <laughs> Fucking way. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. That. I had no idea. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, um, yeah. So we hung out a bit, um, and then like a few times, um, and then I came back to Toronto, and um, uh, <coughs> Preem, who's like he's like a big bro to me. Uh, we work on like a lot of records together. Um, he's like, yo, you need a record for your project that you could, you know, like a sample of something. You know, I was like, okay, let me let me see what I can do. And I was just going through like YouTube and like listening to songs I can sample, and then um, I was like, "Wait, I just met like like Brian Jagged Casey Edge, yeah. from Jagged Edge, right?" So I was like, "Let me just like look at what they got." And then I obviously where the party at came up. I was like, "Yo, I could sample this guitar." I'm like, "That'd be crazy." So fast forward, I did the record, um, and then I sent it over to him. Um, and mind you, at this time he didn't even know. I don't think he even knew I was an artist. So he's probably getting a text being like, "What, what kind of yeah? What kind of MP3 are you sending?" Me? <laughs> Right. And I shot my shot because I, I, I didn't want to, you know, overstep. And you're always nervous when you're like, you know, sending things to like people of this caliber because you don't want to be like that. Like that, that dude, that dude, that yeah, yeah. the average person probably sending him like hundreds of stuff a day. Right. So sent it over to him. But literally in like 15 minutes, he just like. This is as hard as steel. Like. Right. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Wait, was that a text? yeah this is a text and oh, i'm like, like yeah. i'm like I, i'm like would you be down to like do something on he's like yeah like literally like a day or two or like i don't remember how the time frame was like mad short like i had his verse back and i was like shut the front door like i have a verse from like like i played it like over and over again i'm like dude like this is crazy and i, I even hit jt up and everybody's kind of everybody's kind of going crazy but that's literally how easy it was it was like super organic there was nothing there's not really any kind of crazy like tactic or anything crazy going on it was just literally you know right place right time meeting the right people and just like you know god that's really it that's true though it's like sometimes like you just put in the right place at the right time and you know that there's that famous saying it's like to be lucky to be good you got to be lucky to be lucky you got to be good right they go hand in hand i haven't heard that one when, but okay. actually no i, I, I said that right one. didn't i uh, say I, to be lucky, you have to be good, and to be good, you have to be luckier. Maybe it's someone must have said that one day. It's it's. I don't know. What's like a lot of people say that rather be lucky than good. Are you? No, but be, there's one that's like where they tie it together. To be good, you need to be lucky. To be lucky, you need. There's to a be lot good. of sayings about luck. I read one recently, and I read them the other day. It's like as soon as, as soon as you stop working, the like you <coughs> become the unluckiest man in the world. 
Okay, so same kind of shit. I guess it's posi- all about positioning. Maybe I, I said it first. You heard it here. <laughs> no, yeah, Ricky Liorty. Yeah, you gotta be lucky. Good to be lucky and lucky to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah that's yeah. what I said. So, but that's yeah. it. Like, right place, right time. Right. You played it cool. It made a good connection, and boom, you're obviously good. Mm-hmm. You sent him a sample. Boom, he loved it. Right. Boom, boom, boom. A lot Bing of bangs there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the record went boom <laughs> <laughs> on streaming platforms and stuff. It was actually my first like big record. Like, did you know when you were making it? Like, this is gonna be it. This is like this is my moment. I think about it about every song. To be honest, I, I I literally go full throttle with every single release, thinking that. All right, guys, we're gonna blow up off of this, off of this <laughs> one. Like this is the one. Like we're gonna make it. Like you know, uh, and then it doesn't always ha- it doesn't happen. <laughs> do, do you ever have uh, Do you ever have those moments where it's like you make this song, and you're like, oh, this is a fucking absolute banger, and then you send it to management, and management's like, yeah, no, I don't think we're gonna release this one. There, there's been a few. Yeah, there's been a few that there's like, you know, I I'm not too sure about this one. Like it's all right. Like, but you kind of have to respect that. Because you don't, you never want any yes men in your like yeah. in your crew, right? So, and that's our manager Danielle. What's up, manager Danielle? <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny. Anytime we have musicians on, they always talk about how like they have their music vault. It's like we keep songs in the background. You never know what's gonna happen. Blah blah right. blah. And then surprise, turns out that like they don't release half of them. Or like they're like, oh, I got this absolute heater of a song. They send it to the management. They're like, yeah, we're gonna put this one on the back burner. Like really? Like I thought this was a banger. It's like no, this yeah doesn't work. Yeah, but sometimes it's always it's always a thing where it's like sometimes the management's ears is not always what it is with you. So you kind of regardless, you kind of have to take like your own discretion to it. But like I do respect like JT and like Tia's and the rest of my team's like ear. I always run it by them first, and then they'll just get, they have like feedback. Like maybe if it, the the bass was like this, or like if you did this, like or sometimes it's not good to always send like work that's unfinished to people because it's like it's like trying to paint a picture for somebody before it's colored in like you're trying to get them to like that's a good perspective on it yeah you're trying to get them to understand like where your imagination is but like only you can understand where your imagination is as soon as you're filling in the colors a little bit more and more and more then maybe they might understand it but i feel like with songs you gotta just fully complete it before you send it do you know what it's like you ever see those uh those guys that draw on like instagram it's like they're drawing something like what the fuck is right and at the very end they flip it upside down it's like it's It's a it's a picture of kobe or something you're like what the fuck? that's exactly what it what it is like because you would never have you guys know what i'm talking about he's actually super big he draws he just draws with his hands and stuff. A uh, black dude from, I think, Africa. Yeah, I've seen that with, like, p- clay or Yeah, he draws, like, with... Sometimes he'll draw with, like... A, I remember when Kobe died, he did one. He drew it with a basketball net or a ball. I can't remember. And he draws it, and you're like, what the fuck? And then he literally turns it upside down, and it's a portrait of Kobe. And I was like, yeah. whoa. I was yeah. like, how extra is that? Why do you got to draw upside down? Because that's how sometimes their memories work. I don't know. Yeah, it's for you to actually think like that, just, like, to work like that, your brain has to be on, like, a whole different, like, planet. Whatever. Also, why do you draw with a basketball? Like... <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this guy up. I'll send it to you. Well, you obviously know him. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it to yeah, you. I'll yeah. find him because this dude was crazy. The art he was doing. Yeah, you know he's really dope. He's dope. There's some other people that do that exact same thing. Like there's this one person that will like have like a pencil that spins in like a circle, and like by the time like it's done, it's like an actual like painting. It's like really. Like, but you really see great. the guy that had, like attaches five pencils to like a bowl, like a little. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I've a, seen that. Uh, a ru- ruler stick or something. Yeah, yeah. And he'll draw one picture, and he's drawing five pictures at the same time. Yeah. I saw one with the Avengers. Yeah. I'm like how like obviously the other ones aren't perfect, but the first one is like legit perfect. Yeah. I don't even know how Wait, they do so that. it puts like sheets of paper. So picture he's got a, a ruler stick. Okay. Right? Oh sorry, a meter stick. Okay. So he's got a pen in the first one, and then there's two maybe, I don't know, thirty centimeters apart on each side, and then two at the very end. And he's drawing the first picture, 
but he's the other pencils are also drawing pictures too, and they're drawing separate things. Yeah. So he's drawing like Batman or no, not Batman. Iron he's Man literally in the going like this with the with the the ruler. But the way they they angle them is drawing five different pictures at once. You never seen that? Never. I'm gonna send that to you too. It's crazy. Okay, sorry, I have to check. But but I I, I get I know what you're saying, right? It's like <clears throat> one of those things where sometimes people can't envision your final product and you send them something that's like kind of not fully done, right? Right. And that's how that actually goes that actually um translate to a lot of different things well per se in the music aspect or maybe just in life as well too like being a creative um not everybody is going to understand your way of thinking and your process you kind of just gotta just do what you're doing and as long as you understand what the outcome is going to be of that certain like i guess like scenario um if you have people around you that believe in you they won't overstep that bound that the boundary um to understand about they won't over overstep the boundary of understanding that that's your creative process and they will just trust your vision and that's why it's important to have people like you know around you that will you know understand it what's your creative process i I know obviously everybody's different what's yours uh well (laughs) to be honest i don't have a creative process literally like ideas and Ideas, melodies, you name it, just come to me in my head, particularly when I'm taking a shit on the toilet or I'm in the shower. <laughs> it's actually a thing. Like, it, it, do, you, do you realize that when you're in the shower or like when you're taking a shit, like, like you have a lot of like ideas that come to your head? It's like actually like a psychological state that your like your brain goes into. Where is this fact? Like, is this everybody? It's is actually this science. Oh, okay. No, it's actually science. Like when you're in the shower, like you're in this like calming state, so it allows you like a certain part of your brain to like, you know, like think and like do this little thing where it processes like thoughts and ideas differently so that i don't, I don't know it's, it's I, I googled it because i thought i was just going crazy but like take some long nice hot showers you might come up with the next invention <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Man, i don't know when i'm when i'm in the shower i'm dealing with the dumbest shit ever <laughs> like what did i did i forget to close the fridge like that's what, I, goes that's what you think about I, like random i think about the most random stupid shit ever I mean, I guess this is, this is only applicable to certain people. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just not a creative person. I mean, but yeah, but I, I, I'm like overall, I don't really have like a strict creative process because I don't limit myself um, when it comes to creativity. I'm always ha- I have an open mind, uh, but I like working with uh, different individuals to balance ideas off of each other. I work with different writers, producers, um, and just anybody in general. Like, like uh, for example, like uh, on meds. Uh, I did a live version of Meds where I hung upside down and unofficially broke a world record. Guineas wouldn't give it to me because they said it was dangerous. Um, but Wait, wait, what? They wouldn't give you the record? Because they said it was dangerous and they were advised by the doctors that they cannot um, like, give me a record for it. I have like the actual email. And I actually broke the world record. What was the record? Um, um, singing, uh, singing like live upside down. Yeah, I'd be so cheesy. I did it for six minutes and the record was 341. So there is a previous record for it. Yeah, that Guinea's did, which is mind blowing. That's crazy, right? So why don't they give it to you then? Because they said that their doctors advised them <coughs> that it's not safe. Well, because maybe someone would try and break his, and then people would be singing upside down for like twenty, thirty minutes, and maybe that's not good for you. That's but they should have thought about that when they did the first time. Yeah, when they they should so they should retract the first dudes. Right. Because now it's a record that can never be broken, basically, which exactly. is BS. Right, so unofficially, well, I don't know if them doing it makes it official. I think just actually doing it and have proof of it makes it official. But yeah, so that idea came up. Um, While you were taking a shit? But I was on a FaceTime with JT. 
Wait. <laughs> yeah. You guys FaceTime me taking shit? Yeah, but but it, it but it ha- but it doesn't happen like we don't plan it. Like oh, okay. I'll be taking a shit on the toilet and then JT would FaceTime me and coincidentally he's just taking a shit on the toilet at the exact same time. Like this happens <laughs> like on a regular basis. I don't know how. It's like Hey man, uh, yo, create a process. Man, our right? intestines are in sync. <laughs> you guys have spent a lot of time together Huh? It's you like spent wi- a lot of time together? Yeah It's yeah. like women and their periods You know when you like Women live together long enough Their periods start to go in sync Yeah, their cycles go in sync Oh that's really? Yeah, yeah That's the thing, right? Yeah <laughs> No, I really think that's the thing So I remember at I Western all, Like a lot of times When the women live together If there's like four or five women Their periods would go in a cycle you know They what? would cycle together Because I, I know one of my that. exes Was like never come here on this date Because we're fucking PMSing I was like, ooh, my bad that actually makes sense because I lived in a house with six women. I was only when they're all mad at me at the same time. Wait, you lived in a house with six women? <laughs> my mom. Oh, okay. My I sister. Oh, not not like uh, no. I'm not gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I wasn't. Really it. it wasn't one of those. <laughs> my my family members. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I was like the only boy living in the house, and then when they all, you know, have their situations, like you know, I'm wondering why everybody's mad. <laughs> it's like, yo, I gotta leave this house stat. Yeah. So yeah, it was me, my mom. My sister and then my god sisters and then, yeah. Man, that time and month months have been hell for you. You know what? I think it's taught me how to uh, be patient and uh, how to control my uh, my temper. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine because you can't get mad at them back. No, you can't. Or else it's like you just fucking poke the dragon. No, you have to just honestly be supportive. <laughs> you have You're to be doing so- great. <laughs> you know. The stomach cramps are gonna be over. Don't worry, keep strong. You have to be supportive because it's it's a it's a it's a gift and a curse from God. Ah man, I can imagine. Yeah. Okay, so the idea behind the singing upside down, you guys FaceTime and okay, hey man, we're gonna do a song upside down. Yeah, and then we literally, I literally just set it up. I hit my boy uh, Will. He um, owns a spot called Pursuit OCR. Um, oh. Yeah, well, it's like yeah. an indoor obstacle course, yeah, yeah. thirty thousand square Will. feet. No, is it photo Will? You're no, talking no, about? no, Will. Oh, he did an no, event no. there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Will, he's a the owner of Pursuit OCR. It's like an indoor obstacle course um, in Etobicoke, and um, I would because that was the only place I could find where we could do it safely. Um, he actually built like an extension of the uh, the space because um, he obtained a, 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 like another amount of square footage in the same warehouse. Um, so he actually built like a two story, like two story leveled, um, like, like, uh, like stadium looking thingamajig. So I was like, wow, this is perfect. Two story stadium looking thingamajig. Okay. Yeah. It was, um, it's, it's really hard to explain. You got to go there and check it out yourself. Yeah, fair enough. But, um, essentially he actually coincidentally had like these, like these moon boots. Is that what they're called? Um, and that you can actually hang yourself upside down from okay. them. You lock your feet and I'm like, why do you have these? Um, uh, you do like hanging crunches and stuff like that, right? Yeah, or gymnastics or whatever okay. the case is. So I put them on and uh, we attached them to like these, uh, you know, those like gymnastic little rings that you can pull yourself up on. There was two of those, I hooked them on, hooked them from the second story. It was pretty damn high. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I had like six people there uh, that were helping me like, like lift me up. <laughs> To like, <laughs> you were two stories up. Yeah, like if you fell, you'd fall two stories onto your head. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So you didn't do it. Over well, I see why like, they didn't give you the Guinness yeah. World Record. Like, that's <laughs> that's not like a, like you're hanging like right over the floor. Yeah, I mean, I I I I mean, hey, like, <laughs> <laughs> you got no excuse. Like, yo, fuck it, gotta do what you gotta do, man. Hey, I'm willing to do whatever it takes for for music, you know. And I I just have like an idea, and I'm I'm I always execute my ideas. If it means like I injured myself, then so beat. I'm a daredevil. <laughs> Man, you put know? it all on the line, eh? Yeah, why all not? on the line with that Guinness record. Why not? And it, I guess I kind of, 
I guess I, it kind of shows like my my vocal capabilities because it's very hard to sing upside down. I kind of have to train a little bit for it as well because like, you gotta get used to like like the blood rush as well too, right? Like you can literally pass out. Yeah, yeah hang upside down, down for like six minutes. There's those videos of guys in like in moon boots, like on like America's Funniest Home Videos, where they go up to do like crunches and they can't get themselves back down. They just <laughs> pass out. Like that's like a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so. Um. Yeah. That's that's uh. How it all happened. Everybody, everybody else on the team thought I was crazy for doing it. They're like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know how it's going to look. But then when everybody was there, everybody was like, <laughs> ah, let's go. At the end, everybody was clapping. I was like, hey, man, I told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's, uh, Rick's been trying to get a Guinness World Record for quite some time now. Yeah, and I know which one I want to get to. What, what's that? So it's the most amount of uh, single-handed catches alternating arms in a minute. Alternating hands in a minute. What are you catching? So uh, baseballs. Okay. So you get two gloves, one on each hand, and I can catch with both hands. Good for me. So, um, and then you have <laughs> like a guy. Most of them catch with both hands. No, a lot of people can't. It's not a common thing. Someone throw something at me. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta stand like six not meters, eight well, like no, no. eight meters away, <laughs> and it's just a picture. Of this it's like catch, I'm catch, I can do catch, 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 in a minute. So I timed it. If I don't drop it, I could do like eighty-five to ninety. The record's like seventy-two. You've done it? Who's thrown to you? No, I did it for like, I only had six baseballs, but I did six baseballs in like literally like three seconds. So you extrapolated over that and you, that's what you came to with yeah, no margin like for that. error? I w- there's no error. <laughs> Math is not your strong I, I suit, wouldn't make. I wouldn't make a mistake. You think you wouldn't, so you trust the thrower's gonna, who's gonna throw to you? Oh, you, uh, you have to get someone good to throw. Or like one right. of those machines, right? No, but, you can't do a machine. Can't, uh, that's a part of the world. Can't be a machine. Yeah, but that means you have, the person throwing to you has to be execute perfectly and they have to be able to throw no, it doesn't have to be, it's, No, they don't have to because, but, but, yeah, but it's like this. It's, it's ball throw, ball throw, ball throw, ball throw. You're just like this, right? And you have a they can toss it. They don't. They yeah, but, pitching. But, but but hang on a second. The math I don't know if it checks out here because like, <laughs> the throwing is one ball. You have two hands. If someone's catching two, they're catching more than one a second. You can't throw more than one a second yeah, if you you're can. throwing. You can definitely throw more than one. A the current Guinness record is more than one a second. Yeah. But what if they're underhanding them both to them? Like, so you can underhand it too. Anyways, okay. however the thrower wants to throw, I'll catch it. <laughs> Catching's the hard part. Throwing's the easy part. Throwing, you just I gotta would, get in I my would, vicinity. No, I would disagree. The throwing has to be precise because the, every move you move out of your zone is margin for error and it's time. So if you have to like try to catch and guess where they're gonna be, they have to be in the same spot. It's like the home yeah. run derby. That's why the guys have their dads throw them the baseball because they've been throwing batting practice to them forever. Yeah, but Most, it can't be that hard. Again, from here to there, you can, it, it probably can be that hard. For I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break it this. I summer. hope you do. But it has I gotta to reapply. Can, it can be hard. <laughs> I applied seventy two is the record. Yeah, I applied last year or two years ago, and then I just let the application go and I never try. I never like attempted it. But it's actually not. You have to have. I think it's like a five person thing, and then you can't have two of the people there can't be family members either. So you need like legit other people. Why can't they be family members? Because apparently they they don't count as qualified uh, people that can Pictures? judge it. Oh oh. So judging, no, the, oh, the people have to, yeah, <laughs> but you have to have. There's an official timer and then two official. Judges, I guess, right. that can't be family members, and the whole right. thing needs to be videotaped. You have to have the one shot videotaped, and then you have to have the whole scene videotaped. Right. To, I guess the one shot of you catching or the time. Yeah. So there's got to be one shot of just you and the catcher. So I think it'd be from behind me, and then there one there needs to be one that captures the whole setting, including the judges and the timer. Yeah, there's like it's like evidence. Yeah, because they want to know account. that like there's no you didn't cut and paste or whatever, right. or not cut and paste, but. Cut yeah. the scenes. Right? Yeah, you can't. Cut. Yeah, I went through that whole process and I got declined. <laughs> so you went through. You literally did. I went through the whole process. I paid the money to like act because you have to pay to submit as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, sixty bucks. No, it was more. It was All more right. than that. I paid uh, eighteen hundred bucks. 
No fucking mind you, you did it as a business like to speed up the process. To speed up the process. Okay, that's because I wanted I wanted to the I was hoping that they like, you know, they would approve the record before, before the before the release. Before the release, right? Or as soon like when the release came out. And I still haven't got my money back. But uh, they give it back to you if, but they give it back to you if you don't if like No. Well, I try I asked for a refund and they didn't still haven't said anything. Yeah, yours is a special case so. because like you paid and you're trying to break a record that exists right. and they're not letting you. But if you don't yeah. break the record or if you like your attempt fails, you don't get your money back. It's gone. Yeah. But yeah, they said that they don't they wouldn't like qualify the record. Yeah, at but all that's so because. weird though. If you actually beat it and you did the same thing the person was doing, like, okay, if you're not gonna qualify it, then, then you should give the money back. Yeah. Because right. like no, it's no, different no, if it's like you didn't for. do it and you didn't break it. But yeah, that's kind of bullshit. We had a Guinness record holder on the pod, Blake, remember? What was his record? He were, he broke a record for watching the most amount of TV. Oh yeah, he watched TV for, for like four f- days straight or something. It in was a box, a, wasn't it? It was or? a Crave Crave TV came out. They did this like campaign where they had five people. They put them in a glass box on Queen Street, and you have to watch TV for like four days straight. And you get a ten minute break each hour, but you can bank them. So I think after like eight hours, you have I don't know, I don't know, maybe like an, an hour, hour and a half of break. So you can like kind of nap or like go to the bathroom or but do you gotta whatever. stay awake. You gotta like stay I, awake. It was like four guys and someone had to keep their eyes open at each like no, not everyone can sleep at the same time. Yeah, but you, that. you could literally get a seizure or a stroke from man. It's crazy. They you said they watch like have hallucinations and shit. Like oh yeah, that's, that's wild. That's crazy. That's bananas. I mean, good on them. Yeah, he's yeah. got the plaque and everything. That was pretty cool. He brought it in the first time. Remember? It's great. Yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah. picking a, a, a woman up from a bar and saying, "Hey, do you know I broke a world record for watching TV for four days straight?" It's just be cool to get in the book. You know what I mean? Like, I but got. You, I but got wait, are you, but every record ever is in the book? No, I don't think no, so. No, only the cool ones. But I think every year yeah. the ones that get broken. I'm assuming they put a Mine lot of those cool. in, right? You think so? Mine was cool. Yeah, hang yeah, yours would have been fucking cool. The nice little picture. You're a good-looking you know dude the, too. So it might. Still, you know the guy with the nails cut his nails off. Really? They got the longest fingernails. I saw it. I don't know how I know this, but I saw it like maybe like a year ago. He cut the nails off. His, you know, how messed up his hands are. Oh, like they're, they're like, like no, like no, no, no. They're like they're like they're just because he sleeps at night, like everything. And he says he's taking them off because he's lost so much of a life, his life because of the nails. He's like ninety. Like dude, a little bit too late. Like probably should have <laughs> cut him a little sooner. I don't think anyone was trying to fight you for that record. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, I, I mean. Hopefully they gave him a record for cutting the longest nails off. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got the record. Oh, those things—they were oh, that's so gnarly. Imagine like, oh, if you guys can break records, what what record would yours be? Other than the one you obviously already broke. If you can break any record, any record, be the fastest man in the world. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, you say Usain Bolt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd want to break if I could break if I could break any record. Like being yeah. the fastest man alive is yeah. pretty freaking cool. Okay, mm, two parts of me want to break two different records. My weird side. I'll do that for one second. But the first one is being the most versatile, have the most versatile album in the world, and having it be number one. So on Pull each, the mic, put it like a little more. Oh, okay. Ha- yeah, having the most versatile album in the world, each, and there would be a. Actually, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in the ball. Yeah. Okay, what's the what's the, sec- the second one is probably being a part of a team that I don't know built. Built a built a I don't know a condo on on the moon or Mars. Okay, so something like spacey. Yeah, I love I love that kind of stuff. That's fair. I'm very interesting. Space would be very cool, actually. The moon space. Would you go to space? Hell yeah, I would pay the what is it like 
fifteen million to go to outer space? No, I think it's gonna be. It's, it's come down, yeah, but I no, think it's the, like half a mil or something. The, you're, the one he's talking about, I think you're right. Like to go to space, space because there's like a bunch of different companies on that do it. Blue Origin, whatever. But like they, Virgin Galactic is like two hundred thousand, yeah, yeah. but Virgin Galactic doesn't go up into the stratosphere. It's like the mesosphere, maybe. And you, and not, and outer, I want to go like the take Blue Origin the goes the space. The 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 it's a something line. Then look what it's called. It's a something Mendoza line or something. The the line of space. Like where space? How high? What is it called? Where the line <laughs> is Earth meets space? I don't know. <laughs> that has a terrible explanation. But it's a the something border. line. It's equatorial Mendoza, something like that. My well, man just spinning out words at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the only language. But it's where Blue Origin went. That's why Jeff Bezos, even though he wasn't the f- the what? Carmen. No, no. Carmen. Carmen line? Uh, whatever. Carmen line, something like that. But that's the line that denotes like spew official with the space. And Virgin Galactic, the, the one that goes up for cheaper, goes below this. And then Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos' company, actually goes to that line. That's why Jeff Bezos made up that big, like, put a big stink that that Richard Branson wasn't the first billionaire in space. Jeff Bezos was. What a petty thing to fight. Yeah, about. I like, was just going to say, imagine going on the the whatever, the one that doesn't fully go into space. And you come back and your boys are like, oh, yo, you didn't actually go to space, bro. You only went to, like, the chromosphere. You, Jeff, like. Jeff, I bet Jeff Bezos wonders why people don't like him, and like you know, people Amazon's, don't like Jeff Bezos. A lot of people don't like him. Really? He's the boy, richest man in the world. He's really, like he just looks like a like a supervillain now. Yeah, like he he's a bald I mean, head. He's an easy guy not to like because he epitomizes what like you know having excesses and all that stuff. He did a lot. Of, he's done great things for the world, giving us Amazon. Makes everyone's life substantially easier and better. But like. Guy complained about like Virtual Branson going first but not going higher. Like, what a stupid thing to fight about. I mean, I complain about right now. I complain about whose car is faster with my my boys. I mean, it's just rich people problems. No, bro, you can about who goes higher than the moon. You can solve it. Just take it to a racetrack up north and just figure it out. So when you have that kind of wealth, you can easily solve who who was the first billionaire (laughs) in space. (laughs) He's like, all right, bet I'm gonna go to the moon next. Let's see who does that first. (laughs) I I would love to be in like a group text with these billionaires. Because, you know, they obviously text each other. I'm sure they're all kind of friends. No, no they got Alexa, no, they got Alexa and not. Siri that does that for they're them. They're definitely enemies. Really? Eh? Bro, Elon Musk makes publicly makes fun of Jeff Bezos. You think Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson aren't friends? I, I don't know. But you got to think at that stage in life, too, it's a pissing contest, right? Like, do you think that Jeff Bezos would want to be on someone that, like, you know, maybe Richard Branson's not as rich as him, but, like, Bezos and Musk don't hang out. Warren Buffett probably doesn't hang out with right, any of them. Warren Buffett, obviously. You know, he probably just sits in Omaha doing nothing all day. Yeah. Fucking reading, reading books, my hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, these, I don't think they're friends. If you weren't a musician, what would you do? Oh, I keep that one to my... Okay, I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Why, put, is it something inappropriate? Or yeah. Like, I think yeah. you say go to the moon. No, yeah. Um, if I wasn't a musician... Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait no, what would you be? You were going to say porn for sure. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> for sure no, you were. Uh, Cause he's like, no. I'm gonna give that to myself. Like, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I say he's got a big dog. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. All right, all right, it's okay. It's I didn't okay. say for the record. You didn't say it. Alluded to it, maybe, but we said uh, it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I mean, I okay, that works. Um, I would be, um, <laughs> I would, I would, um, I was actually thinking to be like a police officer. Really? Or probably like. Not a police officer, but maybe like a special agent. I've always liked, I always liked, you know, the pursuit of like, and like the, like just the high energy, the high pace of things. Um, 
and I kind of like I like to watch I watch a lot of action shows, so I probably would be like a special agent or something like that. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay. Like a detective, like who, like no, like not, not a guy who goes to this like checks his gun in at the end of the day. A guy takes his gun home with him, like cracks the you know he gets called in the middle of the night for like a homicide. Or that kind George of guy. No, no. Too much uh, like, narcos like, like, or something. So like SWAT. Yeah, I kind of like that stuff. Okay. I, I would I would I'd be down to just like I don't know be a soldier for like a month or two. I don't think that's how it works, bro. I know. Well, especially if you're a soldier at different things. <laughs> I mean, like, my man like, just wants to shoot guns all day. A special agent is like FBI. And yeah, then, like, like a, yeah. a SWAT and then a soldier. I, Those are all okay, different okay, things. Okay, wait, okay, let's put like, <laughs> a special be, agent, a SWAT, a soldier. They're all with S's, but they're doing I, wa- <laughs> I want to be the asshole that walks in the room and like, give me the room. I want to be that guy. Everybody out. That's the guy I want to be. FBI, CIA. Okay, cool. Kind of thing. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. fair. You guys are all done here. That's one of those guys. So it's basically, I'm, it's my case. Yeah, Take pretty like. much. That's my, my witness. I'll be happy with that. Okay, fair. Well, if you go into porn, you can be. You should be like, <laughs> oh my the police officer dude, eh? Police officer dude, okay. Hey, miss over there. Let's go everybody else out except you. <laughs> Month-long career too, man. There you go. Hey, kids. Um, Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Anyways. Would you ask dream job? What would you do? No. Uh, what was your dream job? When I was a kid, I wanted to be a fire Catching fighter. balls. What? Catching balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even like right now. What's your dream job right now if you can do anything in the world? I would not want a sports team. A sick sports team. A what? Like like a really a good job. That's oh. just like being, you being rich and doing no, something. it's definitely a job. I understand it's a job, but a it's not team? really a job. Well, there's multiple people that own the sports team, so like more than one person. Put it in perspective, like... I'll use an example. Chamath Palihapitiya is part owner of the Warriors. That's not his job. He's an investor. Okay, who's uh, the Dallas guy? What's his face? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yeah, I'd want to be Mark but Cuban. But his job... Okay, now... But like he was a, a tech founder. Yeah. But okay. then he owned... He kind of... He's owner of the Mavs. And I think he's CEO of the Mavs too, isn't he? Owner and general manager probably. Owner and general manager. Okay, so... Oh, that, he might be, have demoted himself, but whatever, he was you know for a long time. I'd want to be something like that, I think. So just... But so you just want to be rich and buy so, yeah, so uh, there's like no well, job... Jeff Bezos. There's no ch- job title a- attached to it. It's just literally, I just want to own it. Yeah. yeah. Owner and like general... I don't want to be general manager. No, no. I, well, I want to hire someone sick. I mean like... But that's what I mean. Like I, I owning it is an accomplishment. Like a job is running a team. Yeah. So you don't want to be a general manager. Yeah. President. President. Okay. Yeah. You want to be president of a sports team? Yeah. Okay. President and owner. So I don't want to just be president. I want to be owner too. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but an owner's not a job. An owner's an accomplishment. You bought the team because you worked hard to buy the team. Yeah. But both. President, that's fine. Yeah. That's but your dream job would be president. Yeah. What about you? Probably the same. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be the first co presidents in no, sports honestly, history. Yeah. But or or this is a we're a fighter pilot. I like actually have always been fascinated with fight. This is a show that was on like, Discovery. You never see like where the training fighter pilots they go on, like the G Force machine and they black out. I kind of like that. I've been watching a lot of like YouTube videos with like like fighter jets and like the Raptor, like the fastest crazy like, fighter jets recently. But it's probably because I've been watching a lot of soldier stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> Special agent, then he's soldier, then fighter pilot. <laughs> yeah, it just goes on the wormhole. It's just it's what, this is what happens at like two a.m. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I get down the, the YouTube rabbit hole very very deep. But and YouTube can get being crazy, a fighter, yeah. being a fighter pilot. I think it would be so cool. Like, man, like the new Top Gun movie. I just want to like touch on this. Like, this new Top Gun movie. I've been waiting for it to come out for so long. Because the first Top Gun I saw when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, these guys are sick. They're fighter pilots. Like, Maverick. Maverick and Goose. Goose. And the the trailer for the new... Has anyone seen the trailer for the new Top Gun? Oh, my God. I have never wanted to run through a brick wall more than when I saw this trailer. Like, it's like... 
It's just the most badass trailer. My brother-in-law can attest to this. The most badass trailer I have probably seen for an action movie ever because it pays like homage to the old one. Past Transformers? Pardon me? Like beats Transformers? The original Transformers was really good. Like when I was a kid seeing that, I was like, a kid. I was like a young young adult. Like young We were like 15, I think. Teen. Megan Fox. That was a crazy one, but it's honestly, I would say yes because like, like Tom Cruise, I mean, you can think what you want of him, but like he does the stunts and he drives, or I guess he flies the fucking plane. It's crazy. Right. But anyways, the trailer is like. I don't think Tom Cruise flies a plane. Yeah. He, so there's, there's, when you train as a fighter pilot, you can look this up, Danielle. You train as a fighter pilot, you have, they have planes where there's an actual pilot in the back and then in the front, like a, a, like your tra- a trainee flies it. So you just have someone spotting you basically. Okay. He flies it. I've flown a plane before. Hold on. Um, wasn't allowed to fly? Okay. Assisting. Okay. But was he was he operating it at any point? Because he said, I saw an interview that he said like, he I know probably, he does he all those held, stunts, but he could probably like hold like the um, like the steering and stuff like that. Because I like my buddy took me up um, in one of the planes at Billy Bishop, and he let me just like go up and down and left and right. But like there's gauges and it's it's like driving a car. Well, Tom, Tom Cruise, like I know he does the helicopter. Some of his helicopter stunts he's done. I remember reading something about that. Well, Daniel's reading that. I've actually, so I've, I've flown like well, a little Cessna, right? Uh, it's like one of those like... You know the one at the merry-go-round? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hey, like... Well, him or me? I'm joking about you, man. Well, I've actually <laughs> taken off and landed a plane. Hey, I don't. I don't. That's like, it's it's fucking terrifying. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. terrifying. I've never, I haven't I've gone that far. It's just like moving it left, right, and up and down. Um, but it's it's one of those like you know smaller... Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cessna, like whatever they're called. Some little tiny thing. Yeah, I don't know what the pretty much. Like you got to like... If you're like over like 200 pounds, like you're pretty heavy for the plane, like on those. Yeah, ones. me. Yeah. Okay. I'm and like, I, my co-pilot was yeah. a girl, and she was probably like half my size. And you have to like, she like had to like balance it. I'll put some weight in the backseat or something. <laughs> you're you're yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you're not that big. Like, come no, on. because I think the guy there's a guy in the hostel. Cause I, I flew mine in New Zealand over like this lake. It was terribly scary, but it's cool. And the guy who sat behind me and actually like shocked, I've like I vlogged it like as a video, and I think he had to sit like diagonal me to counterbalance the plane or something. No fucking. I right. think. Well, they're, they're tiny, right? But I had to like turn the trim, like bring the plane down. Like I took it off and landed it, which was like unassisted or assisted. Paid a hundred dollars. I did this. No, no, <laughs> unassisted. I took off. Like I, she's like, "Okay, you're gonna turn this. You're gonna hit the gap pedal, line it up, and then you're gonna put the throttle in." So I was like, "I, like you know, movies see the guy like push the thing forward to put the plane. Like I pushed it." Like going down the runway, and then she like start pulling, and I started like pulling up, and it's going. Shut up, up for a hundred bucks. Like hundred twenty dollars. My man must have signed that nice waiver that said, "If you die, this is not on oh, us." For sure, I would have. But like, so you basically take off. It's in a place called Canada. Water. Would never, would no, never do no this. Shot. But New Zealand is like where they fa- where like bungee jumping was invented, like extreme sports, kind of like I guess is maybe not check that, but but it's like it's you can do anything there. Jump out of planes for like fifty bucks and shit. But anyways, I took Just off. Kill yourself for the low price. No, because no, New Zealand, Australia, those places are like huge for skydiving. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. I knew my brother told me that. Um, but anyways, I took off, went up over the lake in Wanaka, like came around this big bank around the lake, did a couple of loops, flew around like the suburbs. Like I was over like houses. And then she's like, okay, you're going to bring it down. You're going to bank this degree, whatever. It came down, lined it up. And I basically had to like bring the plane down. And like she didn't touch. I touched it down. And then like she takes over and like shuts it down. Crazy to like, I don't know. Wild for a hundred. Yeah, yeah, kind of scary to think about. That is a, I would not do that for hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? And crazy is very subjective, I know, but what comes to mind? Uh, 
my man is saying about what he can say and what he can't say right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, the craziest thing I've probably ever done was probably hanging upside down. Yeah. Like literally, like I could have slipped out of those those moon boots when I was singing and like landed on my head and that would have been a wrap. But uh, yeah, it's probably the craziest thing I've ever done. That is pretty nice. That is a good one. Yeah. At least I did it for my music, so that's what matters. Man, put it on the line for the career. I like that. Hell yeah, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. What's what's the next big thing for you? Like, what what are you lining up next? You got any crazy ideas? Of course. Uh, well, I just did. What can you share with us? Yeah. Um. Well, I don't mind sharing anything to be honest. Um. So essentially, the next big thing is a project I have coming up in the next few weeks. Um, I'm working on that, and um, as you can see, like. Aside from like, you know, me hanging upside down and, you know, just like doing whatever it takes. Like one, one of the things I did, I'm not sure if you guys seen it was, uh, I got a mascot for Saturday life. So I, I got a, like a green, like a lime green monkey suit and I went downtown with a big, like ass, um, <laughs> like portable speaker, like one of those big ones you get yeah, from yeah, Quaid. Yeah. And I literally <coughs> played my song for like an hour. Like I just walked around, played a song for an hour like with a sign that says, if you can hear this, that means you care to listen, <laughs> right? So um, I'm looking to do more like things like that that are engaging um, and just to show like like listeners and like people that, you know, <coughs> why, I'm, why, why I'm different from like, you know, other artists and what makes me like, what makes me um, unique in a sense and what I'm willing to do. So just finding like a bunch of dif- different unique things. I don't have anything planned right now, but who knows maybe i'll skydive and sing a song <laughs> skydiving <laughs> bungee jumping I, I i would actually do it like so like Bro, you gotta talk to you, uh, you gotta talk to guinness first to see what you're allowed to because if you imagine you break the next record I'm like ah uh, no nah, it doesn't count i don't you need that wasn't safe to, enough i don't need guinness to verify a world record if i <laughs> do it and i have it on video and it's record. out there online then it's great if they want to give me um an award for it or a, a pat on the back then so be it but i don't need them to tell me like i did something yeah, that's and didn't true. do it uh, you can probably create your own record i bet I bet this doesn't exist yet. 100%. Most records broken, unapproved by Guinness. Right. <laughs> so you start sending tapes in of like everything that you do that obviously break the record, and then one day be like, I'm filing for this. Right. Or yeah. I think all that I think for something to be official, it just needs press. That's right. True. So the the record meds got press, and you know, it was said that it was unofficially, but. Like, is Guinea's World Record the official world record of the world? Like, has the government said that we're going to make Guinea's Record the official, like, world record company of the world? No. So then who's responsible? The people. Yeah, that's true, actually. Never thought about that. Yeah, like, why are they the governing body of, of, of a world record? It's just been around the longest. Yeah. You think Guinness is related to the beer? No. no. I don't think so. I think Guinness was just some guy's last name, unless he invested in two different companies. Imagine, you know, like, Michelin's tied to the, the tire company. Maybe well, this is. Check that up. Where did Guinness I don't come know. from? Guinness, like, that's got to be common. You think so? I, I think know. Guinness is like We a should break a record for the longest podcast episode ever and just record nonstop. What's the world record? Can you Google that? There definitely is a world record. What's the world record time. for the longest podcast? I mean, we won't do it now. We're starting now, bro. Sit down. Oh, no. get, get ready. Strap in. Right, JT, you're up next, bro. And the longest <laughs> sleeper during your podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> 36 hours. That's definitely doable. I have talked for longer than that before. I can no, assure you. We can you. definitely break 36 that. hours? Danielle, apply for it tonight once you're done this. We're applying for that. Who's going to li- How big is that fog? Anyways, Bro, who cares? Mike, <laughs> Russell. Mike Russell? We can easily uh, do. <laughs> Say less. Breaking that. Come That's on. actually an easy one. This couch, not. we just sit here for 36 hours. And, no, we but, just bring different people on for each hour. 
And then you got to remember, one of us could take a break too. So, okay, you got tired, go take a little nap in the other room or something. Because you can go and come back as long as one of us is recording. It's the last podcast episode. We're two, we're two pals. It'll be the pals podcast. There's two of us. And we switch. I, I think you should have said that this is what you wanted to do as a second job if you had another job. Oh, I would love. Hey, if, if we do this record, you're going to come on to end it. So you will be at the end there at the last hour. Let's do part it. Of the, part of the record there. I'll come in on like a, on like a thing hanging upside down. Bro, just attach yeah. you up here. Bro, you can hang <laughs> on that thing, bro. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> this is actually meant to carry things. So there we go. So I'll hang on that. Just drop in. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> you can sing on it. Yeah. So they'll have to acknowledge that record because you're singing. It'll do four minutes. Oh. It's soft. You can't fall and hurt yourself. Or I can even do like Two a halftime show. Two birds, one show. stone. Bro, halftime show. <laughs> halftime show to give you guys a break. <laughs> Danielle, let's Two get birds, one stone. Wow, we're go. definitely doing this. Uh, this is, I, this honestly, is my, man, my, one of my dreams is to break, like, have a... Guinness World Record. Yeah, we're really? aware. You've talked about how easy it is to catch balls for for how long. <laughs> Bro, it's gonna be, I bet you want to be the thrower. I bet you you could do it. Probably. I'm like fairly confident. Do I get my name on the record too? Yeah, your name goes on the record. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, I was gonna have Nick Tersini do it actually. No, no, no. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'll get the camera yeah. set up. Let's go. Yeah, we'll do it. Mm. Then y'all can watch it too. Say, do you want to be in, bro? You can be the official timer. No, you are not. I'll, I'll see the recap. I'll see the recap when you get it done. Okay, so what's uh, what's twenty the rest of twenty twenty two look like for you? Um, so my goal is to have a release every single every single month for the the rest of the year and show my versatility. A lot of I feel like a lot of of who I am um, and what I like doing has been um, hasn't been seen yet. Um, I am a very versatile artist. I'm R&B based, but you know I love EDM. I love I country. I thought you said you were army based. I was gonna R and B, R and B. You are a soldier. No. <laughs> Did you no. hear that? Or was that just I, I heard R and B based. Oh, uh, did Sorry. you? R and B Um, but yeah, like I love like EDM. I love reggaeton. I love uh, country. I love like you know reggae, of course, because I'm Jamaican background. So like, there's a lot of different like genres that I'm tapping into this year. But you know, when a lot of people hear that, they're like, "That's oh, probably gonna sound corny," because like an R and B artist going through those different genres and different genres. I'm like, but I'm like, wait till you hear this shit. Well, I feel like you can because R&B, like, I feel like R&B have, singers have done EDM songs, you know, because, it's, again, it's just the vocals, but you can. Mm -hmm. I, like, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but. Has an R&B singer done country? Not R&B, but, like, didn't Lil, didn't Lil Nas X. What is he's he? not R&B. He's, he's not rap. Is he, he, he's hip-hop, though? He's not R&B. He's hip-hop. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think he's, he's R&B. I'm saying he's not R&B. I'm saying, but is he. Usher. I would say he, I would Usher. Say. Usher. He did he's done song? EDM. He's an India. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Country? So is, so is, so is Migos. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you can do EDM. Well, that's yeah. easy. Reggae, you can. I feel like that's a. But I'm producing it myself. Okay, so you can still do it. The only yeah. one is country. Has any R&B singer done country? There's got to be one. Like there's got to be something. Nelly, something I know like, Nelly's not R&B, but yeah. he did country, and there's that's gotta be like something like Tim McGraw featuring <laughs> yeah, someone. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of actually, Breland. Nelly. <laughs> Honestly, I swear to God, I was thinking Nelly. There's actually a new artist I don't called know Breland. Why. I was thinking Florida Georgia Sorry, Line right? and Nelly. I said there's actually a new artist called Breland. He's actually R&B based, and he's like an R&B. He's a songwriter, R&B songwriter, and he actually um, blew up off of a song called like "My Truck." My truck. Yeah. Why do I know that? Because it went like someone viral like on TikTok. Maybe that's oh, why. Yeah. He's and he's R&B based. Yeah. So. There's got to yeah. be someone that did country songs on our. Or than just this if group. not. Yeah. Honestly, or world. Re So Nelly came out with an article saying country and R&B. Well, what do you Bro, Nelly's a man. Yo, hot in here? Well, what do you hot think? in here is one of the the biggest bangers of all time. 100%. 
I I like, country country literally is like like a branch off of like black music. That's what country country is is like is like an extension of slave like like music from the slavery era. Is it really? Yeah, it is. I That's why when you hear like some of the country artists and do their runs, it's literally like R and B runs, and you're like, "Whoa, that run kind of sounds R and B." Like country literally is derived from like black people. I didn't know that. Yeah, I always thought it was just like generic like white hick music. No, it's it's literally derived from black people. Fuck. Yeah. Learn something new every day. And so is re- reggae and re- even like for example reggaeton. Reggaeton's reggae. And that they one took, I kind of figured. They took they took it from uh, Sheba Ranks a song called Dembao, right? And Shabba Ranks to be. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, Shabaranks, not Shabaranks, like like Trinidad Shabba, James. Shabba. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like, I know, I know, I used to listen to back in like high school. I, I'm trying to think of the song. Right. Like Shabaranks is a is a um, is a uh, uh, Jamaican artist. He's like OG. He had a song called Dembao, and the beat of that is like like the Latin the Latin culture literally made an entire genre off of that beat, which is crazy. So that's I'm me being Jamaican. I'm like, why am I not tapping into this? So I'm literally like working on a reggaeton record, working on like EDM records, working on country records. I just like that's where I find my peace in music, just being versatile. I love that. Uh, thanks. Do you know? What? Sorry, I'm thinking of somebody. So Shabba Ranks, I I know because I used to listen. To, I listened to everything like growing up. I used to listen to, to like R&B reggae a lot. Right. But there's one name that's coming on my mind right now. That I don't know why. I don't know if anyone's gonna know this. Do you know who Kali Buds is? Of course. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why that song in high school. I used to listen to it so much. Right? Um, is it Herbs Come Around? What's it called? I forget. Every come around, I think. Come around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why hearing the name Shabba Ranks made me think of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that yeah. song, I used to. Yeah, I remember used to, my buddy used to listen to a lot. Anyways, not really relevant, or kind of relevant, <laughs> but like just random, is. really is. random. You got uh, you got any shows coming up? Uh, currently there are some like well, first and foremost like. Everything's been amazing with the new releases. Like I've had so much support. Um, I'm super grateful. Like things are starting to really pick up. So there are like you know some some shows and like events and stuff like that that are in the works that are being talked amongst uh, my team. So like I'm just like I'm still kind of just grasping like how fast everything picks up in the music industry. Like I knew this, but like when you're actually like living it, it's kind of crazy. So yeah, so there's a lot of shows and stuff coming up and like events in the works. Um, but but yeah, I'm hoping to perform, and sometime soon because it's been four years since my no way last, since I last performed. Two years of the pandemic, obviously. Yeah, obviously, and then prior to the last time I performed was like um at we had uh, JT and I had an event at uh, the Red Bull head office and we sold that out right. That's of course. dope. Yeah, we sold it out. We sold it out as headliner. Sick. Thank yeah. you for you. Thank you. What's That's your awesome. dream venue to play? Apollo. Okay. The Apollo Theater. Apollo's in New York, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I, I reason why I always remember seeing that that uh, the uh, show from Joe um Jodeci, 1995 of the Apollo Theater. I watched that whole entire show back to back, like literally like 30 times. I just wanna I wanna share that stage. A lot of legends have gone through that yeah, stage. Yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. Good for you. Thank you. Good luck with everything in the future. Thank you. And hopefully, some uh, you announce the show soon. We'll we'll come out for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Big concert guy, Ricky. Big big concert. Guy. Oh, if people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, your events, music, where can they go? How can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Sage Harris. Um, social media, everything's the same, Sage Harris. So if you love R and B, I'm sure you're gonna love me. Please support. Don't be afraid to show some love to an emerging artist. I know sometimes you guys get a little scared and don't want to slide in the DMs. 
I'm always looking at my DMs and always responding. So pull up, show me some love, and thank you guys in advance for listening to my music. Bro, that was the best one. <laughs> the best sign up we ever had. We were like, yo, it's Sage Harris. Like, like, oh, yeah, it's like at this. So uh, that was great. monologue. That's amazing. <laughs> no, I just want people to not be afraid to reach out because sometimes people get scared and don't want to reach out because they think you're not going to reach out. You like to drink and to smoke and take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every eye. <laughs> That's it. We're gonna end on that, guys. We really appreciate you so much. Give Shade, 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 Shade